We want to welcome you today to the Blessing from the Valley podcast with your host, Pastor Mark Brandon. Join Pastor Brandon as he takes a new look at the old book, the Bible. We are so very thankful that you have joined us today for the Blessing from the Valley podcast. And this is Pastor Mark Brandon today and uh, wishing you well, praying you're having a great day. And uh, we're certainly having one here. Uh, We want to, uh, again, thank you for tuning in. If you do like or appreciate the podcast or it's been a great help to you, get the word out, like it, share it, uh, whatever you can do there for it to help it. Uh, Just because we are interested in truth, we're interested in getting the word of God out to people. We know that it is the difference maker. And so I want to encourage you. And again, I want to thank you for encouraging me uh, for listening. Uh, We're dealing with a subject today. We're going to continue our thought that we were looking at on the last episode. And it was just simply don't live to impress, but live to make an impression. What a difference. And we, we find this subject here in Matthew chapter six. Uh, the Sermon on the Mount, a portion of the Sermon on the Mount, the Lord Jesus speaking here. Notice this. He says, take heed that you do not your alms before men to be seen of them. There's the motive. See, there's the motive. There's there's the wanting to impress. Otherwise, you have no reward of your Father which is in heaven. Okay, no impression. No impression now, but if someone's just giving to be seen of men, you're you're impressing people but you're making no impression. Then look at verse two. Therefore, when thou doest thine alms, do not sound a trumpet before thee as the hypocrites do in the synagogues and in the streets that they may have glory of men. There it is. There's the motive. When we're living uh, a life to impress people, that's our reward. The Bible says right here, that's their reward. Look at the latter part of verse two. It says, uh, that they may have glory of men. Verily, I say unto you that they have their reward. There it is. So imp- being impressed, yes. Making an impression, no. And so I think this is a very important subject. And in this passage, he deals with, in the first four verses, he deals with the subject of giving. And then in chapter 6, verses 5 through 15, he deals with the subject of praying. And then in verse 16, Through verse 18, he deals with the subject of fasting. I want to just quickly read verse 5. And when thou prayest, thou shalt not be as the hypocrites are, for they love to pray standing in the synagogues and in the corners of the streets, that they may be seen of men. There it is, seen of men. Then in fasting, look at verse 16. Moreover, when you fast, be not as the hypocrites of a sad countenance, for they disfigure their faces, that they may appear unto men. So there's the question. There's the great question in the Christian life. Why are you living it? Your motives should be pure. We're not down here to impress people. By the way, uh, you're never going to impress people long term. I said this on the last episode. Um, The glory of men, the impressions of men are fickle at best. And you say, well, pastor, I don't believe that. Well, it's true. Uh, You can be hero today, and then tomorrow you can be zero. And the reason being is if you're only trying to impress people, then normally you're not going to tell them the truth. Because if you're only trying to get the glory of men and their approval, then what happens when they're doing something that's not right? And if you're going to be right and your motives are going to be pure and you're trying to make an impression, and you're going to try to help that person with truth. You're not going to just go along with them to impress them. So I think this is a very important subject today. I believe we're living 
in a day where there's way too much showcase Christianity. And I hope and pray you're not caught up in that. It is a life of bondage, and it is a life of hypocrisy. And we dealt with on the last episode, we dealt with motives of pure. If you're living to make an impression, then you're living a life where your motives are always being examined, and your motives, they're pure. They're pure. But if you're living a life just to impress people or to get the glory of men or to live to impress then you're going to have to question some of your motives because if you're only trying to be seen of men, then you're negating the, the weightier fact of are you glorifying God. So we talk about our motives on the last episode. Today, I want to just deal with this subject. I believe if we are living to make an impression, and by the way, that little statement was given to me, I don't know, a couple, several years ago by my wife. Uh, we were sitting around talking one day, and she said, you know, Mark, one problem with people and even us at times is we've tried to impress instead of try to live to make an impression. I said, babe, that is powerful. And so I developed uh, this thought from that many years ago based on that conversation that her and I had. But we see here, motives are pure. But then notice this. If you're living a life to make an impression, then your objectives are clear. For instance, if you give, and he deals with giving in chapter 6, verse 1 through 4. He's talking about giving alms. So, for instance, if I give for any other reason than to glorify God, to be obedient, uh, to have a desire to um, do the work of God, to extend the work of God, to get the gospel out, to support my church, or to help the poor, if I'm doing it for any other reason to glorify God and be obedient, then look, the Bible very clearly says you nullify the worth of the gift. You lose the objection because the Bible says here, uh, take heed that you do not your alms before men to be seen of them. Otherwise, you have no reward of your Father which is in heaven. So you've just lost the objection. The reason that we give is we want the reward, not that we can give that to be rewarded, but there's reward for giving. The motives are pure. But if we're only doing that to impress, if we're only giving to show people how much money we have or we want to be seen, then simply we're losing the objective. But someone that's living a life to make an impression, they're doing it for the right motive, their objective is clear. It's not changing. It's not going to change whether someone hears them give, sees them give. They're going to give because they want to make an impression. They want to be right with the Lord. They want to be obedient to the Lord. So that's a very powerful, very powerful principle. But then he deals with praying in verse 5 through verse 15. So let's bring this same conclusion down. If I'm praying simply just to impress people with impressive words, then I'm blocking the pipeline to heaven. The prayer is meaningless, possibly rendering our prayers meaningless. Now, I want you to think about that and possibly not get an answer to it. So why pray? Look, here's why we pray. The objective is clear. Whether someone is around me listening to me pray or whether I am praying alone, my objective is clear. I have to get to God. I need his help. I want to praise him today. I want to thank him for who he is. My objective is clear if I'm living a life to make an impression, then my prayer is not meaningless. 
I'm not just praying because, by the way, very simply, if we're only trying to pray like the hypocrites do, the Bible says, to get a reaction from the audience, then we won't pray when there's no audience. And I've learned this in my Christian life. The most meaningful prayer, the most effective prayer, praying time that I ever have is when I'm alone with God. And so if we're our motive and the only reason we're trying to pray is to impress people, then when no one's around, then normally we will not pray. Why? Because our objectives are not clear. So now let's look at this next principle in this passage. He deals with fasting. Now he lays the groundwork in uh, verse 1 of chapter 6. He teaches this principle all the way through this chapter. Why are you doing what you're doing? He said, look, if you're only trying to do it to be seen of men, he said, it's meaningless. Then he deals with the subject of fasting. He says, look, moreover, when you fast, be not as the hypocrites of a sad countenance, for they disfigure their faces, that they may appear unto men to fast. So in other words, fasting for any other reason, to humble ourselves before God is making a mock of it. It reveals our ignorance and it reveals our pride. So I want you to think about it. Our motives, our objectives are clear when we're trying to live a life. We're trying to live a life that is making an impression on people because they're real. The motives are pure. The objectives are clear. By the way, when I was younger and immature in the ministry, I'm not going to say to you that I did not say things, do things to try to impress people. I'll be honest with you. When I was young, that was in my life. But you know what? I got broke of that very quickly because I've learned this. That's not, that's being a hypocrite. That's not, that is not the real thing. That is a copy of the real thing. And uh, listen, the goal should be clear. The objective is clear. We're to be real. Our motives are to be right. So we, so here it is, so we can be effective for the Lord. And then quickly as I close on this thought today, not only should our motives be, be pure, our objectives are clear. If we're trying to live a life to, of impression, to make an impression, then our life needs to be clean. Our motives and objectives, they should be pure and clear. Now, let's add the whipping on top. I don't know if y'all like uh, milkshakes. I love chocolate milkshakes. Uh, and, and to just top that all off is you put a little bit of whipped cream and a cherry on top, right? Here's what will make put the whipping on top of this, of this thought. Have a clean life. Live an exemplary life. Constantly allowing the Lord to purify you. You're always examining your life. There's power in that. Think about that. I know you're going to have your critics. Look, everyone that's trying to serve the Lord has their critics. I know there are times that people don't agree with you um, in the ministry. You'll never be in the ministry if um, you're only concerned about trying to please people because you have to make hard decisions, and sometimes that hurts people. And then, of course, a lot of times when those things happen, then they become critical of you. But you know what? The truth is this. We know truth never changes, and at the end of the day, I have to go to bed at night, and I'm going to give an account to one person, and that's the Lord. And as long as I know that my motives are clear, they might be misunderstood by others. Even if I've tried to explain it, the thing that gives me peace at night is to know that my motives have been clean. They've been pure. And we ought to live an exemplary life, constantly allowing the Lord. As I said earlier in the podcast, you ought to be your greatest critic. Why? Because you're examining your life so that you're always testing and trying and examining your motives to keep them pure and right and clean. Amen. God bless you. I hope you have a wonderful day today.
Thank you for listening today. Our prayer is that this episode was a great encouragement to you, and we invite you to join us again next time for the blessing from the valley.